Welcome to this week's edition of Coach Prep. I'm flying solo this week. We've got an interesting discussion for you, something we've talked about recently on the Everything Fast Pitch podcast. We want to talk about the idea of winning players and trying to find winning players for your team. Before we get into that, let's talk about our sponsors. First, the Anderson Bat Company. Everything Fast Pitch is very proud to have Anderson Bat Company as our presenting sponsor. Anderson Bat Company is using the latest and greatest bat technology to corner the market in the fast pitch world. They have the minus 9 rocket tech, the minus 10 carbon, and the minus 11 carbon light. Anderson Bat Company is using this technology to put a high-performing bat in the hands of hitters that really know the difference between a good bat and a great bat. We're also working with Anderson to provide a discount for all of our listeners. Go to the Anderson Bat Company website and order your bats. Use the EFP20 discount, which is for everything fast pitch, and you'll get a 20% discount. It's a great way for you to save a little bit of money on a great bat and also help support everything fast pitch at the same time. Also, let's talk about patreon.com slash everything fast pitch. I want to say thank you very much to our newest patron, Jerry Ralph. Jerry, thank you very much for coming on board to support us. If you're in a position where you can, if you see value in what we're doing, we're talking about $5, $10, or $20 a month. We need another bunch of people to come on board here in 2023 to finally get to the point where this podcast breaks even. Uh, We had a great 2022, but we need more support, need more help. So if you're in a position where you can, if you see value in what we're doing and you want us to be able to keep doing it, go to patreon.com slash everythingfastpitch become a patron. The, pro- the process is very, very easy, and we would certainly love to have the support. So our topic this week is the idea of winning players. And when we think about coaching, we think about building a team, one of the things we're always looking for is players that help us be successful. But one of the things that uh, I couldn't help but thinking about last night, I watched Iowa knock off South Carolina in a huge, huge upset in the uh, women's Final Four in basketball. And so we're going to kind of delve into the world of women's basketball to use and find an example. If anybody watched the game, now, of course, the uh, national championship game has happened since you uh, have listened to this podcast. So LSU might have turned around and just drilled Iowa or Iowa might have kept the amazing streak of of overachieving and, and being a great team in the NCAA tournament going one way or the other. Either way, however, it played out in the long run. What I watched last night and what I observed watching Iowa beat South Carolina is the absolutely prototypical version of this discussion. If we go back to the playground days, if you didn't really know much about any of the players there and you lined up the rosters from Iowa and South Carolina on the sideline, you picked two people randomly to be the team captains and without knowing a whole lot about each other, about knowing a whole lot about skills and the abilities of the players and we just went through and we picked who we wanted on our team i don't know for sure where caitlin clark would get selected but my guess is it wouldn't be in the first two or three it might not be in the first five or six it might not even be in the first 10 we might be to the you know 10th or 11th or 12th best player if we just looked at the size and athletic ability and the overall what looks like somebody's going to be a great player discussion I don't know where she would fall, but I know it wouldn't be anywhere near where she deserves to be picked and where she would deserve to be in the pecking order based on what she really is as a player and what she's really capable of doing. And the reason I think that this is an important discussion is I think we all spend tons and tons of time trying to put together teams, thinking about what a player is, what a player should be, 
judging just the height, the size, the speed, the arm strength, the power, the athletic ability, all that stuff. And at the end of the day, there's a lot of other factors that we should be thinking about. So why is Caitlin Clark now the poster child for this discussion? Well, we already decided that she might be the fifth or sixth or seventh or eighth player picked if we were doing a pickup game. She doesn't look that big. She doesn't look that fast. She doesn't look that strong. And and honestly, in a lot of ways, she probably isn't compared to some of the other players that we're comparing her to. But there's a certain thing that players who win when the game is on the line all possess that she clearly has. So I don't know if you watched the game or not, but going down the stretch in the last couple of minutes, she went to the foul line for four free throws that were really going to probably be the difference between whether or not Iowa wins or Iowa loses, whether or not South Carolina has a chance to repeat their national championship or not. And she steps up to the line, has this absolute cool, calm demeanor about her, absolutely looks like she has you know, been there before, done this before, has faith in her ability, knows that she's the player that should be up there and step into the, to the line at that point in time. And she does what we all think winning players do. She not only makes the free throws, she makes four absolutely it left her hand and there was not a single doubt in anybody's mind in any place in that arena that they were all going in. So she steps up in an absolute do or die, all or nothing, we win or we lose kind of situation and knocks down four perfect free throws. If she can do it in that situation with, you know, 10, 12,000 people in the stands, millions of people watching on TV, we know that there's a lot of examples of players that can do and would do the same kind of thing on the softball field. But here's our challenge for us as coaches and why this is a coach prep topic today. When you're putting together your team, when you're going to tryouts, when you're on the phone trying to recruit a player to come join your team, when you're sitting at the high school tryouts trying to decide who's going to be that you know, last couple of players that make the roster, that make the team, are we spending all our time looking at the measurable things, the purely statistical things, the who has the look, who passes the eyeball test, or are we looking for some of those things that make a player like Caitlin Clark who she really is? Now, I understand in some situations, it's not that easy to tell a player has those intangibles, that grit, that determination, all that kind of stuff. But I think our challenge now and what we're asking all of you to consider, the next time it's time to make a choice between player A and player B, are we always going to choose player A because she's faster, stronger, bigger, has more bat speed, has a stronger arm, has a better reputation, whatever it might be in the softball circles? Or are we going to be digging a little bit deeper for the passion, the commitment, the dedication, and all those kinds of things? Um, One of the things that struck me when they interviewed Caitlin Clark after game the other night was how, you know, when she was being recruited, when she was coming into the program, even for the first, you know, year or so of her collegiate career, there were an awful lot of people who didn't see it, who didn't believe in it, who didn't have faith that she could become the player that she is, but she had faith and her coaches had faith. And so she went to work, they went to work and turned her into clearly, if, if not the most important player most valuable player in this NCAA tournament, one of the very few. And again, you know, the college world is a little bit different because recruiting is such a big part of whether you're going to be successful. But how many Caitlin Clarks are there out there in the world that would potentially become that player if they had faith and if somebody else had faith in them? So when it's time for you to put your team together, 
when you're looking to fill out your roster, when you're looking to find one or two more players, it's time to start to think about, do we want winning players or do we want players that uh, pass the eye test kind of players? Are we looking for kids that are going to really dig in and commit and do the stuff that needs to be done, you know, to come through when the, when the pressure's on, to do that behind the scenes and, and down in the trenches kind of stuff? Or are we just going to look for the kids that have the flashy reputation or the easy to observe, easy to see things that make us think that they're going to be really good players? And again, I know over the course of a coaching career, we're all going to have cases where it's easy to see. There's a player that is absolutely a great player that uh, everybody in, in you know, their right mind would look at and say, hey, she's somebody that's going to be a great kid. We need to have her. But there's also going to be a whole bunch of other kids. I mean, you know, my, my Honestly, what I think of as my greatest success story as a coach is Stephanie Fisher, who played for me at Tennessee Tech. Stephanie was an unheralded softball player. She had been a great basketball player, and we got her as a freshman walk-on because her basketball career got sidetracked. She ended up having a, a major injury that uh, made it unlikely that she was going to be able to play college basketball. And we were lucky enough that uh, her good friend was already signed and committed to coming to our school. And, and so we ended up having Stephanie Fisher join our team as an unheralded freshman. But she was one of those players that had a lot of the same characteristics that I think of when I think of uh, what we're talking about with Caitlin Clark uh, from Iowa basketball. Hardworking, dedicated, committed, uh, didn't necessarily have all the accolades or all the press clippings or anything like that coming in and just went to work. She believed in herself. We believed in her as a player and ended up being one of those kids that came in as an unheralded player as a freshman, ended up being a very, very important player on the best team that I've ever coached, ended up being the only Division I All-American that I ever got the opportunity to coach, and is a perfect example of if you are willing to work a little bit at it, if you're willing to take a a chance on a player that maybe doesn't have the same pedigree or the same uh, history, um, or the same eye test kind of easy to evaluate skills, I think you might be pleasantly surprised with what you're going to get out of it. So the moral of the story is there's a lot more to the book than the cover. There's a lot more to what's going to make a player a winning player than just their measurable skills. And so we have to make sure that we're always thinking about that and looking at that when it's time to start selecting players for our team. That's going to wrap up this episode of Coach Prep. As always, please make sure you support Anderson Bad Company. Uh, if you're in a position where you can, become a patron. Go to patreon.com slash everythingfastpitch. Go to the fastpitchprep.com website. Order your Square Cuts training discs there. You also have access to all the YouTube videos and the, the blog history. Um, I'm working on a series now about what's wrong with Travel Ball. that has been getting a lot of traction. You might want to check that out. And as always, please make sure you reach out to us with questions, comments, suggestions, and ideas at everythingfastpitch at gmail.com or fastpitchprep at gmail.com. Coach Don and I want to make sure that we're talking about stuff that you're interested in, and uh, hopefully we'll be back to normal next week. We'll get everybody back and healthy and be able to have our normal discussion with Coach Don and I in the studio together. But I appreciate your patience working with me today on this solo episode, and we'll look forward to talking to you again next week. So for Coach Don McKinley, our producer Stan Lewis, this is Coach Tori saying thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again next week.